Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. immediate reaction episode of the week it's gonna be a doozy and we're glad we're we're spending it all together my goodness bd here joined by jamie jirak hello (laughs) we got aaron perrine uh layla i don't think you have the same name as the otter but it's very very close (laughs) it's not spelled the same no (laughs) (laughs) and we got jenna anderson hello everybody i just have to say shout out to our bosses for sending me a nice like mic rig and a new mic just so i can cry into it for this episode that feels like a perfect way to break it in i'm just like uh oh my god you you look like you're ready to drop a hot new album and record it with that awesome setup (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> when is the mixtape coming? All right, y'all. This is the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 immediate reaction episode. We are also going to talk a bit about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which dropped a special look. Not too much there, but that's going to come uh, later in this immediate reaction episode. We're going to go around as we do immediate reactions. Boom. Jenna, you're at the top of the screen. What did you think of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer number one? I cried. I, I cried both times that I've watched it. I am probably going to watch it on my big TV and cry a million more times between now and whenever we get the next trailer. I, I I can't believe we didn't get the Flaming Lips song, but the song that they used was so good. I, I, I'm i not ready to say goodbye to these characters. And I, I don't think I had really started to process that until we saw this trailer. And just it's actually starting to hit me like we're going to have to say goodbye to them. And dealing with that is going to be a lot. I can, I can already tell because this, this trailer was so emotional and so well done. Jamie, what'd you think? Oh my gosh. Um, first of all, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Um, ah, so, uh, can we talk about how a trailer didn't drop on a Monday and now I can talk about it and be here. Amazing. Um, I loved it. Uh, you know, I did not realize how much I missed Gamora until I saw her in this trailer. That was the moment for me that was like, ha ha! Um, man, the emotions, the crying. I've got my theories. I'm sure we're all going to talk about those, but mm. I, I am so hyped. I think next year is the year of threequels. Between this, Ant-Man, Creed 3, Marvel, and Jonathan Majors are going to crush the three. And this year, 2022, was the worst year for threequels I've ever seen in my life. I hated most of the threequels that came out, so I am so hyped for all of this. Whew. Oh my God, the hype is off the charts. Aaron, what'd you think? Uh, I'm I'm intrigued. Uh, I'm sitting here asking Adam Barnhart for his crackpot theories in the background. And that's how you know a trailer's done its job, you know? Um, I, I will say that I'm not quite as attached to the Guardians as the rest of the cast, but see, like, I don't know how you could watch this and not be emotional. It's like, I used to, I say a thing in our house where I'm like, it's ideologically overloaded and made to make you cry. And James Gunn's over there with his little thing, like, huh? Uh, uh, turn the dial up and just broke it off. So it's, it's just going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a hard one guys. Yeah. This movie made it look like all these characters could be dying in so many scenes. Like each character has at least one moment in this trailer where you're like, Oh my gosh, 
this character is dying or this character is reacting to another character dying. And I'm not ready to say goodbye. I really do think these might be my favorite characters in the MCU. Like Iron Man is my number one. I love Tony Stark. Iron Man started the MCU and that's everybody knows that's my favorite character. But I really think these Guardians might might dethrone my boy Tony because I love these characters so much. And thinking about not getting these movies anymore, like even if we get Guardians of the Galaxy movies after this, they're not going to be the same because James Gunn is leaving. And no one else is going to do these movies like James Gunn does. I'm really grateful that we got these movies. I hope Volume 3 is as good as we all want it to be. I know it's going to hurt. I feel like I'm just running into a wall, like just asking to be hurt with this one because this trailer is great. It's very different from the San Diego Comic-Con trailer, which we're going to talk about. But overall, this trailer brings up a lot of questions. It makes like Drax looks like he gets shot in the chest when they're back. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> this was a great trailer. The song I see, I think Jenna mentioned this already, but the song that I see people asking about in the comments is In the Meantime by Space Hog. Uh, the trailer, the song at Comic-Con in July was uh, Do You Realize by Flaming Lips. So you go ahead and listen to both those songs and I feel like you got a good understanding of the tone of this film. Uh, so before I talk about some of the differences in the trailer today versus the trailer at Comic-Con, is there anything anybody else wanted to talk about? Go for it. I'll, I'll kick us off here with the breakdown. Um, the Really the biggest difference for me, like a lot of this footage is completely new, uh, but the, the you know baby rocket was in both trailers. Uh, that end tag was not in the original trailer, but the biggest difference is that in the footage of Comic-Con, when they're in those kind of colorful spacesuits, we see Gamora and Peter talking to each other. And Peter is trying to explain like who he is, what their relationship was, uh, you know, post 2014 before Gamora was killed in infinity war. And before this Gamora that we are going to see in this movie was plucked out of the timeline and survived. Uh, and she just calls him Quinn. Like she doesn't even know his name. And then it turns to like a moment of comedy where all the other guardians can hear them talking because they're on the same comms and you get the same kind of guardians humor and tone that we come to love right after an emotional punch. Uh, and it just looks like it's going to have that emotional weight and the comedy between these two trailers. And though that's, that's the biggest difference I want to talk about um, is, is that scene was not in this trailer, but that's definitely something that I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm real curious to see how Gamora assimilates into this lineup or doesn't because the Gamora at the beginning of guardians of the galaxy one was so different from the Gamora by the end of volume two that died in infinity war. So that's going to be a really interesting thing to see develop. How will, how will that affect Peter Quill? How will that Gamora handle you know being told like yeah you know you were in love with me in the future but things are different so is she gonna fall in love with them again are they i don't know uh man but yeah so that was the number one thing i wanted to talk about this to kick this off uh jenna had a good note here for the next one um the costumes in this movie are the costumes in this trailer are from the dan abnett and andy lanning guardians of the galaxy run which for many guardians fans is like the pinnacle of this roster of the team um, and it's, it's interesting cause they're all kind of wearing a version of like Peter's comic accurate costume, but it works really well. I'll be honest. Like I, I keep up with set photos. I know we can't always talk about them sometimes, but there were set photos of these costumes and I totally went in thinking, Oh, that's just going to be a thing at the very end of the movie. And so the fact that we actually have like a significant amount of runtime of them wearing these costumes, I am just over the moon. Cause this is something I never thought I would get to see on the MCU cause they just look so good. It only happens on Disney Plus shows. <laughs> exactly, are, yeah. Are you going to be upset if this D2s it? <laughs> How so? Uh, 
itself so those of you who not seen the cinematic masterpiece d2 the mighty ducks uh <laughs> they end up wearing the all like the team usa jerseys throughout the entire movie and then when they figure out it's not them they change back to their ducks uniforms at the end to wail on iceland um and it seems rather it, it fits with the the property itself but they're all so different and individual that i was like kind of like what what because i've seen the comic costumes in red part of that run and it is really good but also i sit there I'm like taking orders from peter quill what why <laughs> um it's so, so that's just kind of interesting but yeah like to answer your question i feel like if they did change back into their kind of classic mcu costumes for the end of the movie i would be happy because it's like you kind of they've earned that moment i just the costumes in this movie look so good to begin with like whatever they're wearing is going to be great I want to know, speaking of costumes, this is a note in there. We're going to go out of order here for a second because I'm thinking about it. The, the When they're all, they're, they're all wearing very colorful jumpsuits going through space, but then there's a moment where I'm going to pause the trailer here. They're all wearing orange jumpsuits and it looks like they could be in prison again. That's is this what going I to, Yeah. Right? Is this going to take us back to Guardians of the Galaxy 1 where there has to be another prison escape where they all, that's how they all met in the first place. It would make sense that maybe that's how they all and you know they're running at least in some capacity in this trilogy like where uh, does anybody have an idea where this is what's going on in this this, this apparent prison scene which also seems reflective of the first movie because there were people floating behind them like is this another thing where they removed the grab the, the artificial gravity it kind of looks like it. I'm here for the full circle of so. What what's making me happy about this is that Gonora Gonora Gamora's <laughs> with them, uh, mm-hmm. which which means a good sign for her connection. Like that's all. Like that's what I want to see. So, but I that's what it looks like, and I'm into that. Maybe I'm busting Gamora out of somewhere. Like the only theory I could have is like somehow this is a place tied to the High Evolutionary. Like this is his like prison or his like base of operations or something but if, if it isn't that then cool we get another space prison in the mcu so another thing we didn't see in this trailer that we saw in the comic-con trailer was that they showed up somewhere and they were caught by i don't remember who it was that caught them i can't remember the people who caught them it was a group that we know but it's completely blanking on what they even looked like who they were but the point was they were caught by somebody and they said do you have an appointment and nebula's like we have an appointment and Peter Quill starts yelling, yeah, we have an appointment. And they're like, with who? And I'm pretty sure Nebula, Nebula yells Gamora. And Peter Quill is like shocked by it. So maybe this is like the continuation of that from the Comic-Con footage mm-hmm. where they're going to get Gamora. Maybe that ends up going south and they have to bust Gamora out of somewhere. I don't really know. Just putting the tinfoil hat on as I like to. But that's it. That's interesting to think about because it does look like maybe a mental hospital. If somebody is commented, it? it's all white. Isn't isn't high evolutionary all about like you know like mind tinkering too? These yeah. monsters in the background look kind of brain like too. On yeah. top of that, like got a lot of cranial ridge stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. I like this. I like that. It was the Ravagers. Jack Burke said, "Yeah, yeah, they were meet." I thought it was Ravagers, but I was like, "Wait a second, why would they be? Meet? Why would the Ravagers be catching them?" I don't remember. So it's like I don't want to say Ravagers if I wasn't sure. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Interesting to think about for sure. Uh, let's keep it moving. What's the next thing? Um, what planet are they landing on? Well, in like the beginning of the trailer, like is that Earth? Because there's a lot of animal-human hybrids, and I know you have a note in there about like the Statue of Liberty and stuff. Like, are these two completely different scenes? Because I'm at a city in the MCU full of like a West View for like animal animorph people, but I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't be Earth. There's no uh, Captain America shield on the Statue of Liberty, right? Where's Didn't they knock Avengers that down? Star? 
That was like two days. Yeah, I know. It wasn't in Miss Marvel, so I assume it's gone. Yeah, I mean, this looks like Earth to me. Maybe aliens have just made their way to Earth, and that's just what we're showing that there's more interplanetary travel in the MCU. And maybe it's Earth, maybe it's not. It seems kind of like Westview. I don't know. Oh, maybe it's space Westview. It all ties together. It Enough. somehow Agatha is also tied to it somehow. And, <laughs> I don't know if you guys uh, know Agatha's all power. over this movie. Like Catherine Hahn is in every scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm curious. Uh, Jenna, you want to talk about Half World? What what Half World could be? Oh gosh, I'm I'm rusty in that regard. But it is it's exactly kind of what it sounds like. It is this like kind of animal alien sort of home world that a bunch of people kind of reside on it. It's been used a lot of times over the years. It's in like Hulk comics. It's in like, it, it's, it's also where rocket and Lila, mm-hmm. who we're going to talk about later, like they kind of originated from there. So it could be half world. And we're just really leaning into the idea that like half world has this suburbia to it, mm-hmm. or, or it could just be this weird colony on earth. Also, all of the comments are now talking about Avengers tower. So now we need to know who bought Avengers. Listen, tower. see, I'm not alone. People, people have, cur- you know, taste in their curiosities but yeah those do look like you know like i was going to add this and now the comment section is also saying it all those subjects all those half you know animal people whatever seem like they're obviously test subjects of the high evolutionary so maybe he has a little pocket carved out on earth maybe he has a world you know somewhere else where he just keeps all his people and does whatever he wants to do to them to try to you know make them better as he sees uh but yeah i definitely think all those people are high evolutionary products Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock. The he world has awesome. finally seen him. That's, all, yeah, that's really all you have to say. Will Poulton is great. <laughs> like, I mean, right? No notes. No notes. <laughs> James Gunn, you done good, kid. He's only in it for like five seconds. Like, that's really fun that they're just holding back. I wonder what young Will Poulter uh, has to do uh, here. We, we we a long way from the air fryer. That's his whole role in the movie. That's it. Five seconds. Five seconds. That's all we get of Warlock. Yeah, wait till Guardians Four. Oh god. <laughs> no, I I, I yeah. Uh, Warlock looks great. Too hard. Like n- we know nothing about his story, his role, so it's hard to really pass judgment. I don't really even. Does anybody have anything they want to see specifically that they? I mean, he's just such a weird character in the comics. Like, the way that he can be characterized, there's such a wide swath of potential there. So I'm more just curious. Like, obviously, he's in this for five seconds and doesn't have a line of dialogue or anything. But I I hope before the movie comes out, we can see some inkling of, like, how he just behaves and how he is with the other Guardians. Because that is something I'm very curious about. I would love to one day get to a point where we see a Thanos, Adam Warlock kind of team up. Like, you know, little tense team up story like we've had in comics before. Those two guys... Don't really get along, but they also have had to work together. So I, I, w- I would love to see that, but I'm just a Thanos fan. I know. I know. Uh, one of my favorite lines in the trailer, Pete, I'm done running. Just seems like someone's going to die. I just. think that it's a fake out. I, I think that like they're t- really trying to make us think that Rocket's going to die. And I think that Drax is going to die. That's my theory. Um, just based on this trailer. I mean, I, I hope I'm right because I don't want Rocket to die. I don't want anyone to die. Um, but just the way that like the, those that Mantis shot and that Peter shot. I mean, they were crying over a death for sure. Those two, and my, that's my theory. That's what I think. I hope not, man. Dra- I, I'm with you though. I think Drax is going to die, but I think someone else is going to die too. I don't think it's going to be Groot. Groot's already dead. This is yeah. a different Groot. Ain't going to kill him twice. 
I just like James has said when talking about this movie that like it is Rocket's story. And it, I also feel like especially now that James's future after this is so much more definite than it was like even at Comic-Con, like we know he's not doing Marvel stuff in the immediate future. I feel like he's going to kind of like if, if he's going to take Rocket with him, like Rocket's story is going to end when his time in the MCU ends. Like that would be my guess. I would love to be wrong. <laughs> I would love to get more Rocket stories. I know I'm going to openly weep if he does die in this movie, but I could absolutely see it happen. So let's go around real quick and, and, and make our definitive predictions on, on who's going to die once and for all. And unfortunately for you, Jenny, you're at the top of the screen. <laughs> I mean, I echo what, what Jamie said. I think Drax is a very high possibility and Rocket also as well. I think Drax is going to die. I, I'll be only because of how clearly Dave Bautista keeps talking about how he's done with this. I also... And, and I could see it perfectly in a story where Drax makes a sacrifice to say, like, he can now I can go be with my family of and Gamaria, like I can go see them again. So it's just gonna be an emotional payoff for Drax. I you know, I don't unless this movie ends with like Drax moving on or something, I don't and I don't really I'd rather him kind of make a sacrifice. I don't know. I don't want to lose Drax. It's hard. But I think Drax goes. I don't know, I could I could really see him like killing somebody like Star Lord or Nebula. I don't know, man. I pick it. I think Neb. I think Drax and Nebula. Those are my two in the Deadpool. Jamie, what about you? I am with you 100. Um, I think Drax for sure. I think the. I think Rocket's a fake out. I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna lose Rocket. And I think the other most likely scenario is Nebula, which bums me out the most wow. because I love her so much. Um, I, I I I I could see having like a big moment with Gamora. Uh, I I don't I don't think Star Lord's going to die. And I think a part of that is because there's been a lot of people have certain feelings about Chris Pratt and I think killing him would, they, I think it would cause weird reactions um, that, that I think they want to avoid. So I'm, I a hundred percent agree with you. I think it's going to be Drax and Nebula. I hope that that stuff doesn't interfere with the storytelling. I hope so too, but I still, but that, you know, I, I don't think Starler is going to die. Yeah, that's fair. That's all fair. Aaron, what about you? Uh, sometimes we ignore the most, likely possibility because we don't want it to be true and i I think i think the rabbit's gone y'all i think he's gone (laughs) don't call me rabbit (laughs) (laughs) so i think that's a lock and yeah i think all the the weird interviews with with dave uh who's clearly kind of like i'm trying to do something else means that he's probably going to go too i don't think that star lord could go but Judging by that Mario trailer, he's going to be making a lot of Mario movies. I'm not sure, man. <laughs> he's on the sure. other MCU. Like that. And what isn't, isn't he Garfield too? Yes. Yeah. Like, it's Oh, rap. gosh. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, Garfield. Also, I have to shout out Maddie Pratt in the comments who says that they're going to be so mad if Drax dies before we get the saxophone. And I completely agree. Like, BD, when you were like, oh, he could just walk off into the sunset and retire. If, if that just involved him, like, walking into the sunset playing a saxophone like he does in the comics, I, w- I would be over the moon. That would be so great. I, I There's one frame in this I want to talk about. And I think it's coming up in the trailer. I want to try to pause it and call attention to it because I genuinely have a question. See, I want to see if anybody has thoughts on this there's a shot where peter tackles somebody seemingly out of a window i don't know off of a building or mountain or something in space and i want to know who we think this person is uh i might be ahead of it i'm trying to find it here in the trailer i thought there it is. who yep okay who is that the high evolutionary no i, I really can't tell at the all cos- the costume's not the right colors my guess is phyla oh. but 
I, I don't know. Who's that would that? be my best guess. Um, I've kind of explained her on the show. She like has the ties to like Captain Marvel lore. She's her costume is all white, which I think kind of like bolsters this theory. And she is this character who kind of has been like co-opted by the Guardians here and there. So I feel like it could be her. But I, I have no idea at this point. I know Adam and I both subscribe to that theory. So. Hmm. Oh, there's two people on the ground, too. Oh, there's bodies on the ground. Wow. Interesting. This certainly seems like a late in the movie moment. Uh, and then I think that the shot of the, the ship hitting the ground seems like it could directly follow it as well. But I don't know. They I don't ain't know. never going to keep a ship longer than one movie. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The Guardians really do uh, spend their money, man. They do spend their money. All right. Let's talk about her. Let's talk about her. Lila, not Layla, Lila. Um, <laughs> I like this is a character that I I have wanted I have wanted her in Volume Three like from the jump. I am so happy that we get her even just for a split second. I desperately need to know who is voicing Lila because that is something that I feel like James could take into a million different directions. Um, she she is this otter who is Rocket's soulmate and who is also from Half World and has this whole mythos all in and of her, of itself. And there's this whole thing with her in the co- in the MCU even because they're. I think it was in the first movie when they have like the little credits as they're getting arrested. There's a reference to Lila, which I think James said that they have to kind of change the specifics of in relation to volume three. Um, so I'm just so excited that she's here because we also get more talking animals in this movie. More reason to believe Rocket's going to die. Nobody gets happy endings in, when James Gunn's in charge. Yeah. Also, Layla in the chat is saying, what if it's Lady Gaga? And like, I kid you not, that has been like my fan cast. <laughs> That's actually brilliant. Since like A Star is Born has oh come out, I've just been like, what if it was Lady Gaga? And you just reunite the two of them. Like, I, I would be so happy if he somehow found a way to make that happen. It would be so good. I'm out in deep space. Our dog is named Cosmo. We'll never make it out. I'm sorry, everyone. The show right there. Uh... <laughs> At the end of the trailer, oh my god, look at Baby Rocket. Just look at, uh, baby, look at the little baby before he gets tortured by the high evolutionary. Uh, uh, there is an abelisk in this trailer, which is the creature from the beginning of Volume 2, perhaps coming to get revenge for the beast which Drax single-handedly slayed, according to Drax. Um, that's cool, you know. It's all connected. And I have a question. Why? Is Nebula carrying Star Lord? That uh, seems like what a, happened to him? Yeah, like a joke thing. Maybe it's like Get Help. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's the Guardians version of Get Help. Yeah, uh, I would. I my favorite moment in this whole trailer is Happy Nebula when she looks like she's like cheering and maybe dancing. Uh, How about Nebula trying to dance in the holiday special? I loved that so much. <laughs> She, I thought she killed it. I thought she's put those skills out there. A couple of things we didn't see in the trailer. Cosmo from the holiday special, not featured in the trailer. He's on the poster. Uh, she's on the poster. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, that's interesting. Maria Bakalova will be the voice of Cosmo, the telekinetic dog, first introduced in Guardians 1, featured more prominently in the holiday special, and now not in this trailer, but will be in the movie. I mean, save something for the next trailer, right? And save some things for the movie. Craglin is not in the trailer at all, I don't think. Sean Gunn's I, character. He is in the poster though, too. So yeah. Yeah, Craglin. I mean, we know Craglin's gonna be in the movie. We know Michael Rooker was on set for the holiday special, which was filmed at the same time as this. It makes me wonder, like, is Yondu in some way gonna be featured in this? I know James Gunn's never gonna bring him back to life, 
but will Yandu be in this? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, and we don't see Aisha in this. Uh, and I'm curious if the Sovereign will play a part after Guardians Volume 2 and, you know, the creation of Adam Warlock. So, I mean, that's another thing I'm totally fine with you saving for that for the movie. Just pointing out that it's something I think could be a factor that we don't see here. Uh, was there anything else you guys are curious that we, why we didn't see it or that we didn't see? This trailer was so good. Like, I'm so happy with everything that we got. So I have no complaints there. I agree. And everybody, if you like the trailer, subscribe to the Phase Zero YouTube channel. What a plug. Oh, my God. Flawless <laughs> that transition. Was, that was smooth. Genius. Wow. Thank you. Uh, the Phase Zero YouTube channel, we do these immediate reactions for every big trailer. Uh, we love doing this stuff with you. It's getting harder and harder to share stuff on Twitter. So subscribing to our channel is the best way to consistently find us. If you have questions about the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer, drop it in the chat right now. We have the chat open. We don't have to end this. If you guys have questions, we're happy to answer them. Um, we're going to talk about the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania feature at really quickly, and then we can come back to Guardians 3 if you do submit questions. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. They dropped a featurette. It was really just a look back at Scott Lang's journey in the MCU with some stuff on the end of it. Very limited new content. Uh, I'm real curious how many versions of this scene between Ant-Man and Kang we're going to get. I saw a version at San Diego Comic-Con. Jamie saw a version at D23. There is a version in the first trailer and there is a version in this. We still have not heard the line that I keep dropping here, which is, have I killed you before? You're an Avenger. Have I killed you before? That's what I saw at D23. Okay, so it was the same line at D23? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we saw the same. Okay, so there's only a couple versions, but I'm curious, like, are these just variant trailers? Are we, is that, is that the whole shtick they're doing here? They're just, I don't know. But when, was there any other takeaways you guys had from the Quantumania stuff from CCXB? My I biggest, think, oh, go oh, ahead. Go ahead. No, my biggest thing was that line of like, I was waiting. We got to the moment. I'm like, oh my God, this is the perfect time for him to say it. And I'm just the say the line Bart meme from the Simpsons. And he just didn't say it. I'm so disappointed. But the, the quantum realm looks awesome. Like the, even the visuals in this look better than the trailer did a month or so ago. Like I, I know this movie is going to look amazing. And so that is really exciting. But yeah, I wanted a little bit more. I wanted that line from Keg. Mm. I wonder if they're going to make us wait for the movie. Jamie, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just interested in the fact that like they're they made this like some kind of big Ant-Man history thing, which is like, are they going to kill him? Because it like that, like it was an interesting choice to be like it, it, in a way that like the Guardians, we know it's a culmination. That's what this featurette makes it feel like, like it's the end of Ant-Man uh, so that maybe, I don't know, Cassie can take over. We're, you know, we got to start thinning out the Avengers so the young Avengers can take over. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was an interesting choice to do this little recap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like you've all joked around and now we've ruined the surprise for ourselves when the third act has them trying to break into something with freaking one week by the bare naked lady that <laughs> keeps getting killed by Kang with different line <laughs> reads by Jonathan Majors. Like, oh, you made it back again. <laughs> oh my God. Back up again. Yeah, like, oh. what if the answer to. What if the answer to Have I Killed You Before is just yes, like, yes. bro, seven <laughs> times in this movie? Like, let me live, man. Now I'm going to be disappointed if that doesn't happen. That is a great theory. Like, I love that. I, there's a lot of weird Ant-Mans getting turned into string cheese in this, in the, in the trailer, in the little bit of footage that we did get, which is in better quality, I think, in this one than it ever was in the first one or whatever. I can't speak to D23. I wasn't in the room. But yeah, like, 
I'm wondering if that's weird too, Brandon. You don't, you don't have Jonathan Majors read something three or four different times, like with the exact same placement. It seems strange. Uh, yeah, I think we're catching on to something here. Detective Comics. Wait, wrong, wrong. <laughs> hey, DC's canon in the MCU. Batman was Batman was name dropped in in holiday special. Uh, but was there anything else from Quantumania you guys wanted to talk about? Can, can I ask about the stolen valor for like, they're like, oh, yes, it was Scott's whole idea to do the time heist, whatever. Man, that rat, man. Disrespect. <laughs> Disrespect. My homie saved the world. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, I, I do have to acknowledge because I, I forgot that they were going to probably do something for Ant-Man after the Guardians trailer already came out. This felt exactly like when they put out the Werewolf by Night trailer and then the Secret Invasion trailer. And it's like both of these are great, but one of these is like so emotionally stimulating and so cool that like the second one being after that is just like oh because like i feel like i would have loved this feature at more if i hadn't just spent five minutes crying about the guardians trailer <laughs> but yeah. i don't know i think they knew that i think that's why this is what it is it might be part of why you know it is a look back and not a full trailer because they're like well guardians is going to overshadow anything we put out ant-man already had a trailer there's nothing we could put in this other than like you know a major crazy reveal to match what's going to come out of Guardians inevitably. So maybe that's part of why they did it that way. I'm glad we got both. It's cool. It's cool. I certainly was. I I I did allow Guardians to overshadow my experience watching the Ant-Man thing, just like everybody else did, I think. Um, yeah, I did see a question here uh, about the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 stuff. Do you think? Okay, so it's a couple questions I want to go back to with Guardians. Um First, from Tim Bishop, do you think they filmed a second holiday special when they filmed the first one and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, given the post credit scene and Kevin Bacon's line about seeing them again at Easter? I don't. I don't think so. I think they already had so much cut out for them with Guardians 3, the holiday special, and Cosmic Rewind for Epcot that I don't think so. But I do think they have the, they certainly want to do it. I think Marvel will want to do another one, personally. Yeah. Easter is, we're not getting an Easter special. Uh, yeah. I, I Like Christmas is, yes, like there's a religious, obviously it's Christmas, but like it's also very much cannot be. There's no way to get around that in Easter. <laughs> and, uh, and I don't think Marvel would, would do that. Girl, Guardians of the Galaxy spring fling. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, here we got another question from... Bill 930505, will the real Ravagers return in the third movie if Sly needs money for that? Oh, my God. Um, I, th is, I think he's Bill is referring to the original Guardians of the Galaxy mm -hmm. with Starak and Martin X. And Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. That's right. Uh, Charlie 3000. Uh, I kind of think they will. I kind of think they're going to show up. Like, I, I don't know. It was. It would be real interesting of a move to introduce them and not use them, um, but I guess they are Ravagers in the MCU. They aren't the OG Guardians in the MCU, as far as we know, unless they took that name beforehand. But I think so. You guys think we'll see Sylvester Stallone and Michael Rosenbaum and all them back? Yeah, I think it's likely. That would make sense. It's nice to think. <laughs> <laughs> Get fun code. Shout out to my buddy. Get fun code, man. Thank you for coming out to Violent Night Screening and having a good time. Who was the woman in white on the hamster wheel? Is I think that... that's the same person that like throws Peter off of the building. That's what I was thinking. And so I think it might also like if it is Phylavel, then that might just be like a younger version of her or something. Yeah, Peter, can we get the um, Guardians trailer so I can go back to that? Uh, also, like I because oh, um, 
I, I'm going to butcher the name of the person who said it, but someone pointed out in the chat that there was no Modoc in the Ant-Man trailer, but there was a Funko Pop of him released this morning, which is the weirdest thing to Classic. me. Like, they put that out and I was like, okay, yeah, we're definitely getting a trailer. Modoc's definitely in it because why else would they put out this merchandise? And then still we have not seen him in this movie. Mm-hmm. You got to wait for your, you got to wait for your leg warmers. <laughs> you got to wonder if that look yeah. on Modoc is a mask and we're going to see the big fleshy giant head. Or if so. it's just uh, like a, uh, you know, an all metal Modoc. Oh, yeah. That to me, I thought that was Mantis at first. But now that I zoom in and I pause it, it's, I don't think it is. But that could be the person who Peter was tackling for sure. I really can't tell. I don't know. That kind of the, the other person seemed like they almost had a cape, like a, a long thing going down the back. This just looks like a white jumpsuit. That I think these are two different points it. in time. I think this would be like a, fla- a flashback for that person and like way before where we are now. But I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of metaphor there. We're all running in circles. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oof. All right. All right. Modoc is Darren Cross. That's why he has the mask. I mean, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I think Yellow Jacket is now Modoc and Corey Stoll's back, but we know that we, you know, that hasn't been, that's just a theory. We'll see. What do I know? I think so. That's back to Ant Man. All right. All right. Any other questions? Anything anybody wants to talk about before we wrap up our immediate reaction episode for the day? If if it is Philoville, uh, Jenna, mm-hmm. isn't that like part of the Captain Marvel? Yes. Uh, yeah. ethos, like mythos, like that would provide you some connective tissue through this, through Quantum Mania, possibly, and through the Marvels, right? Mm-hmm. Oh man, let's hope. Let us all cross our fingers. I'm just so hyped for the soundtrack. I, I just cannot wait to cry. Also, like I added a note in here that Indiana Jones trailer was awesome. We just have to acknowledge that. I've been waiting so long for you guys to see it. Like I am not an Indiana Jones super fan. Chris is going to change that before this movie comes out. Like he promised you indie pill me before the movie comes out. And I still almost cried at this trailer. Like that was such a good trailer. Oh when I was a kid, my favorite album was the Raiders of the Lost Ark soundtrack. And I would just dance around the score in my living room. <laughs> nice. Just like it is my jams. I'm so excited. Um, also, for, for Layla, we got to bring up yeah. Mandalorian coming out March 1st. Pedro, that fit that he was wearing. I, gun, I was like, I want to steal that outfit. He looked amazing. He told everyone he was happy to be their daddy. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, they're and clear of it's It's just going to we're getting a longer Pedro season because now they're moving back further. We thought they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got The Last of Us starting January 15th and you got the Mandalorian season three starting March 1st. And The Last of Us is... Uh, I, never, I, I'll, I'm biting my tongue for now. Uh, that's going to be exciting. And then Echo Straight Mando Pedro era is about to be in full swing. Did Jim Fiscardi just drop a Buffy reference in the chat? Because if so, <laughs> hey, buddy, <laughs> love you. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll end it there on the Buffy reference from Viscardi in his cell, the Hail Mary. Somebody gave that man the key. <laughs> all right y'all uh jenna any last words for today's immediate reaction episode go read some comics go read the abnett and landing guardians of the galaxy brand if you love those costumes and you want to see more of them and i'll probably make a thread or an article or something of other stuff to read based off of this trailer but yeah go read some comics aaron uh excited to see what other weird um personal products mess with uh more from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh put in your bets right now with me on Twitter. Uh I'm sure it'll be a mug or possibly a, a car wrap. Who knows? 
Gordita rapper? Who, 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 who could tell? Who could tell? Jamie? Uh, thank you again to everyone who's posting your Spotify raps. It's making us all so, so happy. And uh, while we're talking Lucasfilm, I'm once again going to plug Willow. Please watch Willow. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Make sure you subscribe to the Phase Zero YouTube channel. Uh, we appreciate it. I really would love it if we could somehow, by some miracle, hit 10K subs by the end of the year. You know, we're almost at 9,000. I would love to just see a push over the finish line and know that we're going into the next year strong. We got Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, Secret Invasion, all coming in the first half of next year. It's going to be a good time to be a Marvel fan, and we're going to have lots of content. We appreciate y'all spending time with us. Maybe, hopefully, maybe, hopefully, by the grace of the Marvelous Universe, we'll be able to do screenings and watch this stuff with our friends. Like I know Layla and a bunch of people in our comment section, our Phase Your community, they're all talking about how they're going to go see Ant-Man together and have a whole party over it. I hope we get to do some stuff like that and maybe do some live recordings and stuff. And you guys supporting us and doing this stuff with us and joining us for these conversations helps make that possible. Even if it hasn't happened yet, I still have huge ambitions for where we're going to take this stuff in the future. All right, guys. Good luck getting through Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Thank you so much. If you have notes, send it to us in the Phase Your Community tab on Twitter or just tag us or drop it in the comment section on this video. Maybe we'll make a follow-up video about it. We'll see y'all soon. Uh, see you on Wednesday. Jenna's heading up the show on Wednesday. See you there.